Hey everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you market and grow your business so simply that it makes your competitors say, why didn't we think of that? I'm your host, Sam Moss, and I can't wait to see you be the leader of your industry. Welcome to episode four of the Small Business Made Simple podcast. I am super excited you're here. I know I say that every week, but you guys really mean a lot to me, and you make this possible. And it is almost June already. I cannot believe it. We are May 20th, almost to Memorial Day weekend. I don't know if any of you um, are big gardeners. I love to garden. So next weekend is a big weekend for me as we put in our garden uh, over Memorial Day, and I cannot wait. If any of you uh, love to garden, maybe it's a hobby of yours, send me some of your favorite things to grow in the garden, and I would be happy to try them if I haven't yet. I'm always up for a challenge, so be sure to shoot those over to me. Um, in today's episode, we're going to cover what wording to use on your website, and the reason we're doing this is so you can have a clear message for your customers and ultimately make more sales through your website. I'm sure we all want that. I know I do. I'm sure you do. So that's what we're going to be doing today clearing out, hoeing out, getting rid of anything that doesn't belong, and starting from scratch and making sure your website is clean, pristine, and ready to go. Now, like I said last week, if you aren't a web designer, um, that's okay. I don't want you to to dismiss this. Um, If you're a small business owner and you want more sales to come through your website, this episode is still for you. And right now, we're actually in the middle of a series called What to Put on the Homepage of Your Website. Last week was part one, and today we are on part two. The goal is to give you simple ideas um, you or one of your staff can implement on your website without needing a complete website overhaul. Now, wording is super easy to edit on a website, especially if you have Wix or Squarespace, or you can just pass it along um, what you learn to, again, a a staff member or your website manager and they can just make the changes for you. Just make sure the changes get made. And when you started your business, you were running everything in the day-to-day. Maybe you still are. Maybe you are the website manager, you do the books, you run your social media, maybe you answer all the phone, you do your marketing, you're your own customer service rep, etc. You probably have dabbled in website design, so that will definitely help you. But again, it's really easy, and I think you can handle it. I just want to say at the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm giving away for free. We're doing a really awesome freebie promotion, and it's called one-on-one website reviews for just my listeners. So basically, I'll get on the phone, I'll go over your website with you, I'll talk about what needs to change, what can get better. It's literally a free coaching call just for you. So make sure you stick until the end to see when you can get that. And again, I just want to add value to you guys my amazing listeners, so make sure you stay tuned until the end. There are a number of different wording sections that need to go on your website, but I'm only going to cover two today. Um, I just want to give you as much content as I can, but also I don't really want to overwhelm you. I mean, there's so much you can do when it comes to your website that it can get really overwhelming, and that's the last thing I want to do to you. So the most important thing to me is that you implement what you learn. So that's why I'm keeping it short, only a couple of topics today, and I really want you to take this information and go put it into your business, onto your website. It's going to be easy. 
It just can be really, really awesome and something you may not have been thinking about for your business before. So just to review, last week's episode, we talked about the section above the fold on your website. We talked a little bit about call to action buttons and where they go. And we also talked about what kind of pictures and videos you should be putting on your website. Um, And we also did a cool little hack about virtual tours. So if you didn't listen to that episode, make sure you go back. It's episode three of the Small Business Made Simple podcast. I would love it if you went back and listened. So to start today, topic number one is called loss aversion. Now, not a virgin, it's a version. <laughs> so if you haven't listened, if you haven't heard of loss aversion, you don't know what that is. Basically, it's the thought of you could lose something if you don't do business with us. Now, I don't mean to sound harsh and dark and like super pushy, but there is a way that you can actually twist that into your sales copy on your website without sounding like this terrible, like the world is ending if you don't buy from us sort of guy. Um, and I'll show you exactly how to do that. Now, this section goes right below the fold of your website. If you listened last week, we talked about the fold. And if you want to know what that is, you can go back. Basically, it's just a section of your website uh, that you land on. So above the fold is when you get to a website and you see, oh, wow, look at this website. Without scrolling, that's above the fold. As soon as you start scrolling, the section below that is called the section below the fold. So this section, the loss aversion section, we want to put right under the fold so that as soon as they start scrolling, they'll see it. Now, again, this is not to scare your customers. We're not trying to scare anyone into a sale. I hope you don't think that. Um, But we are trying to get them to think, oh, wow, okay, I could see how there are some benefits and, and also some consequences, possibly, if I don't go ahead and buy this product, service, whatever it is you're offering. Now, you kind of want to write this like you are gently warning a friend about a mistake they could make. So kind of keep that in mind as you're writing this section. You want to be subtle. Um, You don't want to say like, you will have the worst haircut in the world if you don't come to us. Your life will be ruined if you don't buy our product. That's a little bit over the top. Um, I I mean, I would probably leave your website if I saw that and be like, okay, yeah, right. I think I'm going to be okay if I don't get a haircut from you. Instead, you could say something like, you know, bad hair days just aren't right. Now you have me thinking in the back of my mind, man, bad hair days really aren't fun. I've had a few of those. I've had a couple bad haircuts. Man, I should probably avoid that again. That's called loss aversion. And that's a really subtle way to do it, gentle way to do it, where you're not smashing, cramming something down uh, a customer's throat. Now, State Farm, I was actually looking for some websites that really do a good job with this, um, and I found State Farm Insurance, and right on the homepage of their website, it says, we are here to help life go right. Now, when you think about that, that is a form of loss aversion because they're basically saying, hey, we're here to help. We don't want your life to go astray. We don't want an insurance emergency where you're not covered. We're here to help. Again, that's another form of loss aversion. Super subtle, but again, that's still sticking in the back of my mind as I'm scrolling through their website. Now on our website, uh, this is what we say. So if you were to go to our website, which is oneclickagency.com, if you scroll down, literally the first section of text under the fold says, wasting time and money on marketing is wrong. Okay, you're right, it is. Wasting money is no fun. And then we also say, owning a dying business is no fun. Don't be unsuccessful, you were designed for more. Now, that might come across as a little bit pushy, but hey, 
that's all right. I think it gets a point across. I don't think we're cramming it too far down someone's throat. But again, it is saying, hey, like you were designed for more than this. You shouldn't. There's no reason why you should be wasting money on marketing and seeing it go out the window. That's what we're conveying in our loss aversion. Now, I like to think about uh, loss aversion as adding salt to your website. I don't know if you've ever eaten a meal and it just like needed a little bit of salt to take it over the top. But man, if you just put on a little bit too much, it just makes it disgusting. It's really the same way with loss aversion. You can be really, really subtle and allow to add just enough flavor to your text, to your copy, to your website. But man, if you put a little bit too much loss aversion, it's like smashes you in the face, like makes you disgusted and then turns you off to it. So you need to be really careful about how much you use. Now, this is what you need to do now. I want you to work on your loss aversion wording, okay? And I don't want you to put more than a sentence or two on your website. That's it. So that section can be really short, concise, and again, super subtle. You don't want to be over the top. And I, I know I went in a couple examples of what that can look like, but really kind of ask some people, get some advice. Obviously don't ask everyone, but go to some people you trust and say, hey, this is what I'm kind of looking at for my website. Um, what do you think? Is this a little too harsh? You want to show what their life could look like if they don't do business with you. Again, keep it subtle and just a sentence or two is perfect. You wanna get it on your website. Again, this goes right below the fold. And if you want a in-depth lesson of what the fold actually is, I talk about it in my last episode, episode three last week. And something to remember um, about websites is people don't read them anymore. They only scan. Very rarely will you have someone actually take the time to read a website. So the more scannable you can make this section, the better. Bullet points short sentences, no more than a sentence or two is perfect and it's perfectly scannable as well. And lastly, you wanna put a call to action button under this section. So let's say, for example, if you look at our website, we have you know, wasting money on time, and, wasting time and money on marketing is wrong and then a little bit, a couple sentences after that, right below it, we have our call to action button that says schedule a meeting. So if you need help with uh, you know, what a call to action button is, what it needs to say, I also went over that in episode three last week, so make sure you go listen to that. But if you were there and you know what it is, that's a great place to put a call to action button. Now, if you know people are visiting your website and that's where it stops, so you're pushing people to your website, you're paying for them, you're paying for ads, and you know that lots of people are visiting your website, but you're not getting any sales, then you need to download our free PDF, Five Mistakes You Could Be Making on Your Website. It's packed with tips that you can implement today on your website, and those changes are really gonna cost you nothing. They're incredibly easy to implement, and I know that you can do it with pretty much not putting any money into it at all. It takes about 10, 15 minutes to read, and it has five really valuable ideas that you can implement on your website in no time at all. And again, you don't even have to really be uh, a web designer or anything to do this. You can download it at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And I'll drop a link in the description for you as well or the show notes. And again, it's a free PDF that you can download today. And I really think it will help your business. Now, wording section number two on your website is we want you to make yourself the helper, the mentor, or the guide to your customer. Now, this doesn't have to go any specific spot. Now, just like I said with the, uh, the loss aversion, how it goes right below the fold, if you scroll down and you want to put this anywhere on your website, that's okay. Just don't put it 
above the fold and don't put it directly below it. Those are two spots that are already uh, taken with other wording um, that we talked about earlier. So this can go pretty much anywhere you want on your homepage, wherever you think it really fits. Now, uh, StoryBrand does an incredible, incredible job uh, teaching about how to be the guide to your customers. And I'm kind of jumping on that a little bit and teaching you a little bit of what they've taught. And Donald Miller and his company do an incredible job uh, teaching how to be the guide and the mentor um, to your customers. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, make sure you check them out as well. Now, this is not you selling to them. You're helping them. This section of your website is to really show them, hey, we're going to come alongside you and we're going to help you through this journey of whatever it is you're looking for. And they really don't want to be like sold to. I don't want to be sold to. I hate a pushy salesman. I'm sure you do too. And unfortunately, in the past, that's really how it's been. I think people are catching on now where, you know, sales cramming it down your throat isn't really the way to go and people want someone to help them. So that's exactly what you're doing them. You basically are telling them that you care about them as the customer. And John Maxwell uh, does another great job with this. I got this right off the homepage of his website, literally right above the fold. It says, you want to live a life that matters. You're ready to go to the, you're ready to go to the journey on the journey, but every new adventure needs a trustworthy guide. So there you go. There's a guide section. Everybody needs a friend to go with them and a mentor to show the way. Let's go on the journey together. Man, I read that and I was like, wow, that is an exact replica of what a guide should be looking for for a customer. And he does an incredible job with his coaching and with his business and absolutely does a great job being the guide to his customers as well. In this section, you don't want to be braggy. So when you're saying that you're the helper and you want to help them and be uh, a mentor to them, that's not to come across as arrogant, um, but really just subtly you're telling them, hey, we're here for you. We care about what you're looking for and we want to help your business. You can do, you can actually give a few stats um, like, hey, this is how many customers we've helped. We've helped 4,587 customers. You can do like stats on your website, something like that. Uh, you can use reviews. So putting reviews on your website is a great way to do this. Uh, you can use endorsements. And all this is basically doing is showing you are competent in your area. And I've done, I've said this in past past podcasts, it's really important to show competence to a customer um, because they want to know that you know what you're doing, but there's such a fine line where you don't want to come across as, oh, well, we're the best, like, come to us, we're, and it's just bragging. You don't want that, but you do want to show that competence. Another great example of uh, a guide is Dave Ramsey, and I don't know if you've ever done his Financial Peace University, but it is a really, really good course to go through, and he does a really good job with establishing himself as the guide. Uh, he basically guides people with, I think it's like a seven step framework out of debt and into a prosperous lifestyle. And he's doing phenomenal with it. Now, like I said before, uh, you can use reviews, you can give stats, you can use endorsements in this little section on your website saying, Hey, like, look, we want to help you. We're good at it. We know what we're doing. Um, sometimes you can go a little bit over the top and, what an example of this is I've seen so many Chevy commercials lately. All they are are literally these awards, right? I don't know if you've seen them, but it's, we won this award. We won this award. We won this award. We won this award. And it's just constant the entire commercial. And I went to their website and it's literally all about the awards they've won. And when I say put an award or something on your website, I don't really mean that. I mean, 
Obviously, Chevy is doing really good and then something is working for them, but sometimes it just seems like it's a little bit annoying to see that many awards and how great this company is, and it kind of turns me off as a consumer. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but keep it to a minimal, uh, a minimum, sorry, uh, when you're putting those reviews and those stats and those endorsements. Again, you want to be subtle with this. One of the things you want to do is tell them you understand their pain and how it feels to go through what they're going. So you want to show that you're frustrated by it and that you care about them. So you can say, hey, we're frustrated that you haven't gotten a car yet. We're frustrated that car insurance is expensive. We're frustrated that your teeth aren't straight. Whatever it is, come alongside them and show them that you understand and that's why you want to fix it. You already know how they feel. You've been there before. Again, you don't need to go overboard. Just use gentle nudges and you don't want to come across as the focal point because that's what your customer needs to be. They need to be the focal point of your business. You're wanting to come across as, this is how we've helped other people, let us help you too. So that whole section of, this is how we wanna help you, you put reviews, it's just a small section, honestly probably no bigger than the loss aversion section, that really is just a few stats, maybe a review that shows, hey, we're competent, We want to help you. We've been there before. We want to come alongside you. We want to guide you through this journey of what you're looking for. Another great example is um, someone who's looking for retirement planning. I mean, that takes a lot of of time, and I would need help with it. I need help with my retirement, so I would want someone to come alongside me and teach me and not someone to say, hey, come buy this. I really want you to buy this product so you can have a great retirement. I would much, much prefer someone to come alongside and say, Hey, let me teach you the process. Let me show you how to do this. And I would definitely buy their products then. So to recap, uh, we went over loss aversion. This goes right below the fold of your website. All right. So the fold is the section right as you start scrolling. That's where that goes. And then you, number two is you want to be the helper, the mentor, or the guide, just like taught by StoryBrand. And you don't really have to put this in a specific place on your website, um, I mean, you want it on your homepage, but it doesn't necessarily have a spot that it needs to go. And lastly, you want to use a small amount of wording. I don't know if you've noticed that we kind of have a theme. uh, the, The less words, the better. And like I said earlier, people are scanning websites these days. They're not reading. I mean, years ago, we could put globs and gobs of content and wording on our websites and people would read it. But if you're anything like me, man, if there's more than a paragraph, I'm out of there. And that's along the same lines of what everyone else is doing as well. So you need the least amount of words as possible on that homepage of your website. As you scroll and further down that website, you can add a paragraph here and there, but really you don't want it to be anything that's going to bog down uh, your customers because they're just going to leave. They're not, they're never going to buy from you. Now, again, going back to the theme, I actually have a challenge uh, that I would love for you to be a part of. And this is on top of what we're already doing this week with the freebie coming up. But basically, like I said, people don't read, they scan. And I want you to take what I'm calling my detox challenge. And I'm going to say, if you take this challenge, you're going to be part of my 50% club. Now, I know that sounds a little bit weird, but hear me out. If you can eliminate 50% or more of the wording on the homepage of your website, so just like you detox your body when you just go without sugar, you go without carbs, and you just let all that 
crap get out of your body, we're, we're wanting to do the same thing with the home pages of our website because chances are you have way too much stuff, way too much. So if you take my detox challenge, I want to see before and after screenshots of your homepage. It's going to be probably painful to do just like a regular detox because you want all that content on there. But I'm going to give your business a shout out on the podcast. All right. So that would be super awesome if you do it. Again, you're going to be part of my 50% club. You're eliminating 50% or more of the wording on the homepage of your website. Not necessarily deeper into the site, just the homepage. And a quick trick for this, if you have so many words that you just have to put on your website and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I mean, I really, really want them to know this, you can use a read more button. And how this works is basically you say, uh, you know, a sentence that kind of gets them hooked. And then right below it says read more and then it unfolds and there's a bunch of paragraphs of what you think they need to know, but they probably aren't going to read anyway, but it just makes you feel better because it's there. So a read more button is a great trick to eliminate um, more than half of the words on your website. And this is for your own good. So I'm really excited for this. And I really want you to be a part of this detox challenge, all right? You can message me on LinkedIn. So you just search Sam Moss Amira New York and I should pop up. Or you can DM me on Instagram, Sam Moss 5 and I will put those links in the show, note, show notes as well. And that's where you can show me uh, your screenshots of your website. I would love to see it, and I'm super excited for you guys to do this. And like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, we're doing a free giveaway. Uh, this giveaway is just for my listeners, and it's only for the duration of the what to put on your website, what to put on the homepage of your website series. So this is only going for the next three weeks. If you listen after that and you hear about the challenge, unfortunately, uh, it's too late to jump in, but we'll probably do something later down the road to make sure you're listening. All right. So these are one-on-one -on -one phone calls that are completely free to you. Basically, you and I will get on the phone, we'll go over your website, and I'll basically give you tips and tricks that you can do to implement on your website that you can do right there, all right? So we'll go over the wording, we'll go over, hey, this, this can go here, maybe switch this around, or this picture would look amazing right here. This is what we do at One Click, is we work on websites. And again, this is not to sell anything to you, I hope you know that. It's really just to add value to you, my listeners. I'm not offering it to anywhere else, and I've never actually given these away for free before, so you are the first ones to hear about it, and I'm super excited to do it. You can schedule your call on Instagram, on LinkedIn, or by emailing me at sam at oneclick.pro. I want to help you, I want to meet you, and I really want to help you take your website to the next level. So make sure you sign up for one of those. Again, they're completely free and no obligation to buy anything. I'm not even going to mention websites. We're just helping you. Next week, we're going to go over, again, part three of what to put on the homepage of your website. This is a four-part series, and we are halfway through already. I can't believe it. We're going to be expanding on uh, customer reviews and where to feature them on your website. There actually is a specific place you need to be doing this and also how to get email addresses of qualified, qualified buyers through your website because our email lists, if they're weak, so are our sales, all right? We want to build these up and get as many qualified buyers as we can that we are emailing every week. Before we go, I just really would love it if you told me what you want to hear and what you want to learn on the podcast. Please, I might do a show about it. I would love to hear your preferences. And again, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Instagram. Just shoot me a DM or a message. Say, man, it would be really cool if you taught about this. I've always been wondering about this. 
hey, I'm struggling with this, anything. I would love to hear your feedback. Also, in the coming weeks, we're going to be having a couple of guests on the show, and I am super excited for that. It's going to be great content, and I'll be talking to you a little bit about that soon, so make sure you stay tuned. Again, thanks so much for joining me. You guys are awesome. This is episode number four of the Small Business Made Simple podcast, and I am just thrilled that you are taking time out of your day to grow your business. I would love it if you subscribe to the podcast. This will let you know when next week's episode comes out so you won't miss it. And also, we will be releasing bonus episodes down the road, and you're never going to know when they come out unless you're subscribed to the podcast. So make sure you do that. Lastly, I just want to say, we want your competitors to see the messaging on your website and say, man, why didn't we think of that? Have a good week.